hello, and welcome, welcome, welcome to Favorite Bougie Aunties. I am your Auntie Kate. And I'm your other favorite Auntie, Keisha. We are so excited that you are joining us. We thank you for listening to this fun little endeavor that we've just started. Um, our first podcast, even though we've been friends for 15 years. Many moons, many, many we'll just moons. just put it like that. It's been a while. 51 years. <laughs> Something like that. That we've been friends. So thank you for joining us. Um, and I guess it would help to kick things off by saying, who are we? Why are we here? Large existential questions. Big, big questions. We've been talking about this for the longest time. So why why not now? If not now, when? That is the real question. Um, because through our lengthy friendship, we almost daily send each other random nonsense, little thoughts. Foolery. Pop culture, tomfoolery, all these things um, to comment on. And we've often said we should be having these conversations more. The people need to hear this. Give the people what they want, even though they don't know they want it yet. But that's why we're here. They will. Is there value to it? No. <laughs> Is there entertainment value to it? Hopefully. Um, but so let's talk a little bit about who we are first and foremost. Let's do both women of color. Indeed. Both mothers. Indeed. Both women of a certain age. A certain age. Which we're not going to say what that age is, but I think it's best encapsulated by saying that we are moving into what I like to think of as our auntie era. Yes. That's the title of our podcast. Yes. Favorite auntie era. Giving it to the kids. Being an auntie to me, because I know that's the question that some people will be asking is, why auntie? Um, everyone has opinions, but I feel like once you enter your auntie era, you're much more, shall we say, free with those opinions? Absolutely. I could care less what everyone else thinks about it. I am me. I'm too tired to deliberate what other people might think and how they might perceive me. So I'm going to do me. Absolutely. And we've earned the right. We've earned the space with our decades of life and our, you know, now that we're using Ben Gay and things that we used to make fun of other people for. Under um, eye cream, girl, under eye cream. All of that. So here we are with our many opinions. And I like to think that like we've moved into, well, I will say Freaknik, even though that predates me and I never went to that and I hope never to. So we'll say Firefest or what's the other one that they recently had to evacuate people from? Oh, that was Burning Man. I was uh, going to say Coachella, but yeah, Burning Man. Yeah, none of that. We've moved away from that. If you have to send me a cheese sandwich to sustain myself until help comes, I'm too old for that. No I boy, have no. moved into, we have moved into what I like to think of our Essence Fest years. Yes. Love it. Top tier, Jill Scott. Comfortable footwear. Grown women. Grown women stuff. We also have a lot in common, even though I think we've documented that I am an extrovert and I think you classify yourself. I don't want to speak for you though, oh, as an introvert. Introvert all day, every day. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like you don't know, but yes, total introvert. So in a lot of ways, we are the same person. Indeed. But obviously we're different. A few very minor differences. Very I don't know minor. if I would call them so minor because up until recently, I would have said that our one of our only real differences is that I am a period piece devotee and you are not. You do not enjoy 
a good Regency era epic or, you know, a Bridgerton-esque type show. And that's what I was just about to say, because until Bridgerton, there weren't people who looked mm-hmm. like me mm-hmm. in period pieces. Fair. So it, I, I just I couldn't get into it. Bridgerton, I recognize, changed the game. So maybe I'll give that a try. But no, no. I hope so. I really hope you do. And I plan to stay, you know, not in an annoying way, but I'm going to continue to um, to hope that you do check out the Bridgerton stuff. But what I would like to call attention to is the fact that recently I discovered a way that we are, again, very much diametrically opposed. I had to get it off my chest. It had been wearing on me for a little while, and I just felt like you should know. You think you know a person, y'all, for decades, and you know everything about them when you're besties. But why don't you tell everyone, Keisha, what you were... First of all, let me set the stage. We were on our way to the Beyonce concert, to the Renaissance, to be with Mother Beyonce in our most ecstatic state. And you felt like that was the right opportunity to reveal to me that you would. I did. I did. I thought that would be a good time to let you know. Mm. And I'm going to stand in my truth. I'm going to say it loud (laughs) and proud. I will not be shamed by you or by anyone. Mm -hmm. I, Auntie Keisha, Love me some train. Oh, the band, not yeah. you know. Don't don't let your mind go to icky places. The band, the pop music sensation of train. See, first of all, let's unpack the fact that that's the other train is what you thought of. <laughs> I was thinking of Thomas the Tank Engine and was about to be like respect. But oh, I said the quiet part out loud. To, yeah, you said to each his own. <laughs> My bad, y'all. I'm not even going to address any of the other stuff that you said about the band. And I use band loosely and with air quotes known as like soul sister plays in my nightmares. Fact for shame. It became such a thing. And so I can hear it right now. Hey, oh, soul sister. Oh, gosh. It's I'm sorry that I just accosted everyone's eardrums with that because it's that annoying. And that's not even to get to the part where they're like, I don't know what to call it. White guy scat rap. What do you call it when you like, it's spoken word, but in a, in a way that's so offensive to actual spoken word artists that I hesitate to even say it. Listen, <laughs> you're a lovely, lovely lady, but Thank you, this, this Thank color you, of hate does, does not, okay. it does nothing okay. for you. Nothing. I stand on it. I own it. I will rock it when I'm blasting out here in the suburbs. We're going to move on. But I just thought that y'all should know that one important fact that I'm now reassessing everything else that I know about my fellow Auntie Keisha based on this revelation that was made to me fairly recently. Join me, family. Um, You don't have to hide. I mean, I would love to hear from people. Maybe there are some other folks who love train out there. And I would really love to hear from some other people of color who love train out there because there must be some. We out, (laughs) y'all.
<laughs> Present yourself. We out you. Let's but see. anyway. Let's focus on some better parts of our summer. I did hint at the fact that we went to see Beyonce this summer, but which yes, is a ma'am. highlight for both of us, I think. And let me stop you right there. Mm. I have a bone to pick, Miss Ma'am. Wow. I do. I do. Revelations and accusations, I think, are Coming out swinging. So it hurts my heart Mm. so, so much that I have tried, I have pleaded, and I cannot get you to co-sign another stop on the Renaissance tour. I'm scheming, I'm plotting, I'm trying to justify it so we can get tickets. You are doing everything but sending me Amtrak schedules. <laughs> That's next. That's, That's my next message. It's part of the campaign. Well, listen, you know. Why don't that, you want me to be happy, Kate? Is that the question? Yes. On the table? Yes. You know that I want you to be happy. And frankly, I want myself to be equally as happy by being in the presence of greatness again. I obviously want to go to the Renaissance tour again. And now know many people who went to multiple stops. Because it's an experience. experience. You can't experience it just the one time. There are things that I know we probably didn't notice the first time. It was so overwhelming. It's like the first time you watched Mm. The Sixth Sense. Yes. And then you start playing everything back in your mind. And when you see it again, you're like, oh, I missed that. How did I not know that the first time? I know. That's why we need to go back. And the show keeps changing. And yes. so now I'm watching reels because I don't do TikToks because I'm an auntie. I watch reels on Instagram like a grown up. Same. But I've been seeing and I'm just like new outfits, new everything. And I really want to see it. And I'm very jealous of all the people who are now getting the special guests and stuff that we didn't get. We We got got no Blue Ivy. Not Nan, one guest, nothing. So I am with you fully in heart and in spirit. Where I'm not with you is in pocketbook. YOLO, man. Do the kids still say that? <laughs> do the do, do the youths say, yes. uh, yeah. Nieces, nephews, y'all still say that? Yolo. All I know is like Riz, yes. on cap, on God, yes. no cap, no cap. Okay. <laughs> I'm really revealing my age here. Um, I'm not saying no. Because it's almost a wrap, man. I know. I was terrified. When I saw that, message about people wearing silver for the last month of the tour, I literally felt my palms get clammy and my heart racing. And I was like, what if this is really it? And we're going to miss it because you don't like joy. You don't want me (laughs) to be happy. That's it. Yes. That was it? Yes. Okay. Listen, I have not said no. I am thinking about how to make it work. We will continue to have the conversation. I was hoping she was going to extend it like Taylor Swift did and add another, you know, we're expecting more music. We're expecting visuals. So wouldn't she tour again if she did those things? But that's all. None of this is promised. Only today is promised. Only this tour is promised. Facts. All right. Well, you're talking me into it, but can, can we expand out from just our 
presence at this concert and how we could wax poetic for an hour about how amazing the show was. Oh, a complete work of art. Just such on a grand scale. I've never seen anything like it. And we've been to a few. This was like our fifth Beyonce concert? I think so. Fourth or fifth. Fifth, I think is right. I think so. Which is letting people know how long we've been around and been (laughs) active members of the Beehive. Indeed. And yet, and again, this is obviously I'm a Beyonce stan, as are you. I still feel like she's not getting her flowers. I still feel like the people are not giving her her due. And when I say the people, you know whom I'm referring to. I do indeed. And it's very interesting to me. I agree. People don't give her her flowers in some aspects. And like the social media people, trolls, whatever it is they do, Mm -hmm. just love to pick and hate for no apparent reason. And I know that's just the nature of social media, but I just find her to be in a very unique space about the recognition that she gets. Absolutely. And this is not tearing down anyone else. Listen, I am, I would say that I'm a low key Swifty. Mm-hmm. I enjoy her music. I'm not the, like, I'm not the her biggest fan, but I, I think what she does, she's a prolific songwriter. She's a great, um, you know, singer. Um, she puts on a heck of a performance. I'll never know because I couldn't get the tickets for, neither of us could get tickets for ourselves and our kids to go to the show. A hot commodity. And yet, again, not knocking what she's doing, but like the experience of what Beyonce gives. And I just don't think that there's anybody that holds a candle to that. And so I guess that's where I struggle with like, so a great example is like the the VMAs that happened and Granted, it's a video music award show, so she hasn't put out any visuals yet as much as we're all waiting for that to happen. And so maybe this was a little bit of like a, we're punishing you a little because you still haven't given us any videos to actually watch. And this is a video music award show. But show of the year? Album of the year? I don't know. I think the VMAs specifically, even aside from Beyonce, I feel like... And let me preface this. I will keep it real. I didn't watch not one frame of the show. This is just me <laughs> spitballing, waxing, yeah. poetic. Era, just giving an opinion with no <laughs> facts, citing no sources. Absolutely. That's what I do. <laughs> so I feel like with the VMAs, perhaps they're in a identity crisis mm. of their own because we're the generation that grew up with music videos, VMAs, MTV. So they are trying to still hold on to us in some regards, which is why they trot out NSYNC in their uncle years, clearly. And Diddy. Oh. Oh, they trotted out Diddy, too. Yikes. And it's not the D, the I, the D, the D, the Y, Diddy is showing his age. As we all are. So, yes. (laughs) So, yeah, no disrespect, but I'm not on the VMA stage. True. So they're trying to hold on to us by giving us some of that. Mm -hmm. They're trying to keep the youngsters as well 
by acknowledging certain acts more than others, by giving the stage to perform to certain acts that I've never even heard of. So I just think they're really struggling to make everybody happy. They need to figure out who their audience is now. Right now, they're like, everybody's our audience. Woo. It's the Lego, everything is awesome. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And they're probably at a point where they just need to choose. Yes. Pick a lane. Yeah. Pick a lane. I hear that. So, I don't know. I know. And I hear everything you're saying. I think I just like it. All these posts that I keep seeing of like, the summer was owned by Barbie and Taylor Swift. Meanwhile, Forbes is like, uh, your girl Beyonce um, outbeat Taylor on earnings over the summer. Um, She's going to earn more than $2 billion by the time the tour ends in October. This is according to Forbes, not me. So she's now the highest grossing tour by any female artist in history. But the summer was owned by Barbie and Taylor Swift. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. And that's a whole nother conversation that we could have, (laughs) but we won't. Nope. Uh, just putting it there that like, I think we would both say that no knock to our children and other things we did this summer, that the Renaissance tour was the highlight of our summer. Maybe our fall, if you can convince me to put some, you know, sell some plasma and buy some more of those tickets. Make it happen, Captain. That's all I'm saying. Well, other things that are happening in our pop culture sphere, things that we're watching, lots of... um relationships imploding very publicly. Oh, man. Love is dead. What is happening? That's really not what this show is called. (laughs) It should be. It should be, though. It's a lie. Love is a lie. There's so much of it happening. And really young couples and really we've been married for five minutes. Couples um, are falling apart. Um, We're not even talking about Ariana Grande and the rest of there's so many. There's Bless so many that we can talk about. But I do think the one that really struck us for a particular reason was Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, a.k.a. Sansa Stark, a.k.a. the Queen of the North. Also, I watched Game of Thrones and you never did. And that still upsets me. That's that's for a different podcast. Yep. But yes, we're not going to go there. But what was interesting about them is now all these and I say revelations again with air quotes, because like we don't really know what happened, but that there's some indication that a ring camera had something to do with the demise of their marriage? Girl, right. We don't know what happened, but the word on the curb. (laughs) Not the street. The curb. The curb. Street adjacent. Indeed, indeed, a stone's throw away. Um, But yeah, the streets are talking and the streets claim that there's allegedly something on a ring camera. I don't know if it's video or audio, but it captured something that was marriage imploding, allegedly. Mm. And this isn't the first time that ring has entered the chat because Mm. allegedly with Nia Long with... Oh, that's right. Yes, and yes. Her, her, her ex. Yes, with Coach Charlatan over there <laughs> Charlatan. doing what he did to our national yes. treasure. Allegedly, something in that situation was also captured mm-hmm. on Ring. So, yeah, don't let your Ring cam catch you slipping is the moral of that story. Technology will get you caught up because it's not just the Ring cameras, although I'm fascinated with that, but I feel like 
the cloud is getting folks in a lot of trouble. Like, I think we're just somebody's going to put out some book in the future about cheating in the digital era. Ooh. Right? Maybe it's me. Right? Maybe I write it. Trademark that right now. (laughs) (laughs) But it's fascinating that like, it's a lot of, it's a lot of that happening. Um, But I can't wait for more details to come out on that. Because I'm like, how, it would have to be like someone else, like in the frame. Or you get caught saying something like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave his butt. Something. (laughs) Take all his money. What could it be? I'm so, like, I'm so curious. I'm really, really curious. I don't know, but I'm like, Lord, let me learn some sign language. If I ever need to do dirt, I'm going to be snatched up out of my house through the roof like still team six or something (laughs) i can't leave a trace of anything like it's wild in these digital streets it truly is and some of us of a certain age are clearly not prepared for (laughs) not at all do you think we have time to i mean hopefully no one's eating lunch while they're listening to this podcast let's hope because one of the things that caught both of our attention and in the like most, you know, stomach turning way was, I, I almost like want to say it like snakes on a plane, but it's diarrhea plane. Poop on a plane. Oh, a movie that Samuel L. Jackson might turn down and he doesn't turn down many. He doesn't turn down a check, but <laughs> but this one, I People think like, I'm he good. might. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. So gifted, like the details because I was reading an article about this and I was like, I can't believe this happened. The Cliff's Notes version, another old lady reference for you, apparently. <laughs> you start I, talking about microfiche. Yes. And- I, I don't even know if the kids use Cliff's <laughs> Notes, but that's neither here nor there. But yeah, I read that a lady apparently was ill. I don't know how long she knew she was ill. Long story short, she pooped her pants mm. all up and through the aisle of that plane. The plane had to turn around. I believe it was two hours maybe they into its headed flight. to Spain and they were over the Atlantic, I think. Oh, Or wow. close to the over the Atlantic. This was the, the, like when I was talking about it with my husband was the thing of like, was she just in one spot? And it was so horrific to the nostrils that like, it just permeated the plane or no, no. From what I've seen, obviously I was not there, but from what Thankfully. I've seen, <laughs> I know, right. I fly for work next week and that's all I can think about. So yeah, they were like, yeah, when they finally landed the plane, they're ripping up all the carpet. Oh. So I don't know if she was like trying to make it to the bathroom and couldn't or Girl. what that situation was, but I would change my name. I would change my appearance. I would move out of the country. You would not, not hear from me. What did Hillary say? Delete your account? Yes. Delete, (laughs) delete, delete. Get rid of all of it. No, but like, why would you run through the plane? That's a Dexter hazmat situation. That's a, I would wrap you in tape until we get to Spain. Because the fact that it's bad enough that people had to endure this, but then they had to turn around mm-hmm. and go back to the airport and then get on the plane again for a transatlantic flight. I don't know. In my mind, I just envision her as realizing, oh, no, it's too late. Bubble guts. What am I going to do? <laughs> and then she's running around like the gifts 
that I see of SpongeBob and Patrick and complete chaos. That's how I imagined it played out. She just didn't know what to do. My husband kept sending me the bridesmaids uh, with Melissa McCarthy and like talking about hot lava. And I was like, please stop. I can't handle this. Shooting out of me like hot lava. Look away. Yikes. We can't end on this. No. Let's let's not. Let's bring it up. We're going to go high. We're going to make Michelle proud of us. And talk about a sister who slays. Yes. There's so many of us out there slaying that I feel like we have to give a little space and a little nod of the head to Miss Coco Goff. who else deserves the the time and the the round of applause but her this week for 19 years old amazing win at the US Open my life at 19 looked mm. a lot different Vastly. so a tip of the crown to coco killing the game love her we love you sister we love you not only for your athletic prowess but your for your ability to speak up for yourself and to advocate for yourself in situations where um Unfortunately, other people are not always going to speak up and do the right thing. So we think you're fantastic. Keep doing what you do. Keep being a light and a positive presence for all these young women out there. Making us proud. I think that's all we got. Um, Again, thank you all so much for joining us. We hope you'll come back and listen to more of our saucy shenanigans we hope you will we hope to do a few more of these so yeah keep checking us out we'd love to have you fam take care y'all bye 